Be Coastal at the Boatyard Restaurant, located at 1515 Southeast 17th Street Causeway in Fort Lauderdale. Here, you'll feel part of the yachting tradition of South Florida as you experience the Boatyard's hooked-table, seafood-eccentric menu with fresh catches listed by name of the fisherman who caught them. The Boatyard's open kitchen is also known for premium grilled cuts of meat and a menu that's sourced from local ingredients. Sit inside in modern nautical-themed rooms or dockside and watch the boats cruise by as you enjoy lunch, dinner, and Sunday brunch. Monday through Friday, the locals know that the Boatyard's happy hour is the best place to gather for bar bites and handcrafted cocktails at great prices. And don't miss out on Ladies' Night every Thursday. Call ahead to book your reservation today at 954-525-7400. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Captain Jeff. Welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. This is the podcast by real guys for real guys. Um... Got a lot of things going through my mind today. We had a uh, a pretty extensive fish kill in downtown Fort Lauderdale today. One of the uh, oldest little sanctuaries, little canal where a lot of fish hang out in the wintertime, was completely devastated by a sewage spill in downtown Fort Lauderdale. And there was literally millions of dead fish and um no one even no one even no one even noticed the dead fish and um to me that's like just totally appalling i mean how many times and how much do i have to listen to people talk about what a greenie they are if you know what I mean by greenie, I'm talking about, you know, people that live, breathe, and their total focus in life is to make sure that other people aren't ruining the environment. That's what I call a greenie. A million fish killed in this one little canal in Fort Lauderdale. I shouldn't say little. It's uh, approximately, I don't know, three miles long. It's only, say, 100 foot across, but it's one of the few rivers or any what's left over of a river in downtown Fort Lauderdale. And especially this time of year when the water gets cold, it's one of these little places where the big snooks, a lot of the bait fish, a lot of the sand perch, small juvenile mangrove snappers, mullets, all sorts of little rockfish and tiny little fish that were in that canal. Oysters, barnacles, all sorts of different stuff. All dead. Floating up to the surface, laying on the sides of it. And um, didn't hear a thing about it. There's nobody hanging out. There's nobody watching. There's nobody taking pictures. And it stunk. It wasn't like you had to walk over to the water, you know, to get a look at the sewage and the nasty water and the dead fish and the dead crabs. You could smell it from blocks away, like multiple blocks away, 10 blocks away. You could smell the stench. And basically, it was a broken sewer pipe, right? 
No big deal. We've been saying this every year, multiple times a year, right here in Broward County or right in downtown Fort Lauderdale. But we're no exception to the crowd. All the little cities all across the state, their infrastructures are not in place to handle the amount of shit that's going through the system right now, literally. I watched on the news tonight, they had a small little piece of it, uh, maybe, I don't know, 30 seconds that explained the situation. And they explained that the sewer broke and it was an old sewer pipe and the city was supposed to have a, you know, this project already done, but they just haven't gotten around to it yet. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to prioritize things in life. And if I was running the city of Fort Lauderdale, I would try to make it a priority. Like, there would be nothing done before this was done. Because with the amount of people that are living here and these sorry-ass sewage system that we have from the 70s can actually devastate an ecosystem, which it did today and nobody even cared about. Nobody talked about it. The lady on the news talked about the sewage spill. She talked about the river that they were pumping the sewage into. And then at the end of the little clip, they talked about what a great job the city was doing trying to repair it. Almost like a disclaimer. Like, can I say this? You know, on the news, and they're like, oh, you can say this, but make sure you don't make the city look too bad. I know this is happening in Sarasota. I know this is happening in Punta Gorda. I know this is happening all across the state, in city after city after city. And I call out, I reach out, I want to know who the greenies are. Where were you today when it happened in my neighborhood? There was no outrage. Most people didn't even know about it. We have, I don't know, a million people that live in Fort Lauderdale or whatever. The most information that anybody got was from a local news station. I don't know who fucking listens to the news anymore. At least your local news. I never listened to it. The only reason I even know it was on there is because somebody on social media sent me a clip of it. So I went down there myself today. I took pictures. I took photos. I put it up on my social media. And a lot of people are going to look at this. And they're going to see the problem. They're going to see the fish kill. And they're going to be totally numb to it. Because it happens so often. It's so common in all parts of Florida. That people are basically numb to it. I'll tell you a quick story. And this happened just in the last month. It's not like this is decades ago or years ago or weeks ago. This is literally days ago. My mother sends me a picture of this little lake that she lives on over there in Charlotte County. And it's a saltwater lake, brackish water lake, whatever you want to call it. It has some sort of tide fluctuation to it. But there's no boat access. There's a uh, spring in the lake which provides it with fresh water and there's a drainage pipe in the lake that goes into the canal that's next to it and there's actually some sort of um, tidal change. 
Not a lot. Maybe a two-foot tidal change in that little lake every day. And they lived on this lake for a long time. And we've always went over there. And I would just sit there and watch. I'd sit in their backyard and I'd just watch. And I would think to myself, this is what water is supposed to look like in Florida. Slap full of fish, all different kinds of fish, redfish, look. Lots of tarpon would roll around. Little minnows, they had the tilapia fish in there. They had some brim. I mean, you know, freshwater fish could live in this lake. But there were so many fish. Nice snooks. A lot of snooks between 10 and, say, 15 pounds. A lot of juvenile tarpon. And I mean juvenile. I don't mean tiny, like, 2 or 3 pounds. I mean 20, 30 pounders. But a lot of them lived in that lake. So she sends me a picture of all the dead fish in the lake the other day. And I'm like, Mom, what the heck happened over there? And she goes, well, we're not sure, but all the big snooks and there's redfish and there's dead tarpon. And she's showing me pictures. And I, I, I went over there like 10 days later at Thanksgiving. And uh, I saw it for myself. And the whole lake was, uh, at least the sides of the lake where the shore was, was just covered in fish bones and carcasses. My mother said that the buzzards came in there by the hundreds and came in there and ate all the dead fish after the kill. And she said, thank God that they came because it stunk so bad. And I asked her, I said, did anybody, you know, talk about this in town or whatever? And she says, well, they, they called it a water flip. Well, I, I didn't. I never heard of a water flip. I reached out to some people that, you know, kind of knew about, you know, water and been around things for a long time. And I figured out what a water flip was and where it happens. And it's fairly common up in the Great Lakes or whatever. But uh, I didn't read anything about water flips and, like, lots of dead fish. I read about water flips and fish, you know, moving from areas that they don't normally hang out and going to other areas because the water temperatures are all crazy and flipped around and all that kind of stuff. But I've never heard of the massive fish kills, or at least it wasn't common. It wasn't like common knowledge that massive fish kills came from a water flip. I don't know, it made me skeptical. That whole red tide shit on the, on the west coast of Florida, I'm so skeptical because... Today in Fort Lauderdale, it's like a microcosm of the whole state. They pumped sewage, poison, into the water, which made a giant fish kill, and then did not cover it. The lady from the news, from Channel 7 News, was there, covered the event, showed the nasty sewage all through the neighborhood, showed where they were pumping into the, into the Tarpon River, even named the Tarpon River, but did not show the fish kill that went on in the river. Blue crabs by the hundreds, all friggin' lined up, all over the friggin' side of the seawalls. It was so sad. And then I think to myself, the greeny thing is like stuck in the back of my head all the time. Because there's supposedly in this country all these people that are like overly concerned about the environment. They got little stickers on their cars. The Greenpeace people, they come to mind. And it's not like I'm against Greenpeace. Or I'm the most 
you know, biggest advocate for Greenpeace. I, you know, I've seen their videos and I know what, you know, they're due. And I know that there's a, there's a giant ship parked in Hollywood down here, right on the intercoastal, that those Greenpeace people use. And I guess they take this vessel, this freaking, basically it's like an old Coast Guard destroyer, and they go out in the middle of the ocean, and they're going to save the ocean by uh, intersecting, like, you know, Chinese commercial fishermen and that aren't doing the right thing out there. And I get that, and I feel that. But you don't have to leave Hollywood, Florida in some multi-million dollar vessel to go chase down tragedies that are happening in our ecosystem. You can do it by simply going across the canal or across town from Hollywood to Fort Lauderdale and putting that time and effort and energy into fixing the problems that we have right here locally. Right here in the state of Florida. We don't have to go searching for catastrophes. We have catastrophes waiting to happen 24-7. These catastrophes are built up over years and years and years of infrastructure neglect, not planning for the future. I mean, it's government. I'm pretty anti-government. I don't see one thing that the government is supposed to do that does do at like a crazy efficient level that makes me want to feel good about every tax dollar that's spent. Almost all the tax dollars that I feel that are spent are wasted. Take our education system, our school system, run by the government, failing us. Law enforcement, as much as I love those guys, the system is failing us. We are paying big money into the system and it's failing us. The property taxes that we pay here in, in uh, South Florida are ridiculous. They're high. I would not mind paying them one bit if I knew that when I drove down the canal where I usually get bait, that it wasn't going to be filled with shit. Human waste. And unfortunately, the government has been failing on multiple cylinders for so long that people just take it they're totally immune to it and think nothing that can be done. Like whoever the city official was that said, oh, they just didn't have time to get to replacing the sewage pipes. This is Fort Lauderdale, man. There's more construction going on here per hundred foot of space than any place in Florida. And we're talking about big companies that are building big structures like Marriott Hotels. The cruise industry comes in here. It's like having a Super Bowl in here weekly of the number of people that come into Fort Lauderdale. They come in here, they take a shit. We can't even flush the shit that they're giving. Literally, we cannot flush the shit that the, that's getting distributed here in this town. And we're bringing people in by the hundreds of thousands. We're building these huge hotels. We're building more and more and more every single year. But we don't have time to get to a sewage system that was put in in the 70s. So therefore, the wildlife, the water, the people, or the victims, the people that have to live with it. 
literally you have to live with it. The people that live in downtown Fort Lauderdale walking out their front door right now, whether they see the fish kill or not, it stinks in their neighborhood. So what's next? Infectious diseases getting built up in the soil all through the residential neighborhoods all through Florida because we can't figure out what to do with our own shit. I think we're better off just like digging a hole in the backyard, making the old-fashioned outhouse. Everybody can take a shit out there. And then we'll live with the consequences. Because if we expect the government to do anything for us after the track record that has been laid anywhere in this state, the track record has been laid. We have watched the state fail in so many ways. City, state, whatever you want to call it, local government, Department of Environmental Protection, EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, FWC, Florida Wildlife and Conservation, all the different badges that are out there, all the different people that are out there that have jobs that are supposed to take care of human waste, that are supposed to take care of our waterways, they're supposed to take care of people that are polluting. It's all smoke and mirrors, it's all fake. I think they use these agencies more for a selective enforcement than I think they do for general good. Like if there's a friggin' piece of real estate or something that some place in the state, you know, some local government wants to develop there, I think that's where they use these agencies at their finest. It's damn sure not for our benefit. I mean, he said it point blank that they had a, uh, this plan to fix this problem, but they just didn't get to it. And then next week, I'm going to get pulled over by some FWC officer who's going to check my license and registration again. And he's going to check all, check all my safety equipment again. Maybe, just maybe, that money, time, and energy could be better spent on taking care of the shit that's here in Fort Lauderdale or the shit that's here in this state. They're having, dude, they're having this issue on the West Coast. So many little towns. If anybody out there is listening to it and you have local problems where they're dumping sewage or can't handle the sewage and it's leaking into the water system and it's causing fish kills and environmental problems, stenches, email me, reach out to me, jeff at lunkerdog.com. I want to hear the stories. Because the ones that I do hear, the little bits of stories that I do hear, are the stories like I heard from Channel 7 today. Some candy-coated bullshit. The amount of plastic that's in the water, the amount of fuel that's in the water, I'm watching it every single day on my fishing trips. And a lot of fishing guides, you know, they don't want to talk about this stuff because they're afraid they're going to lose business. I don't know, I see it a different way. I think the fishing guides are going to get more business, if you're any good anyway. 
because it's going to get harder and harder to catch any type of decent fish or any type of game fish or any type of fish that you know is really worth catching is going to get harder and harder to catch therefore guys like me that can get them our services are going to be in demand that much more so I got no problem telling it like it is I've never had a problem telling it like it is I got no problem telling it like it is because I'm out there and I'm seeing it on a daily basis I see the good I mean, there's days that shit. I, I caught 11 tarpon in one day the other day. Absolutely phenomenal. 11 tarpon days is almost unheard of. And it happened in 2019, just a couple weeks ago. So I see the good. I see the best of the best that we have to offer here. But I'm out there every day. So that also means I see the worst of the worst. And today... It's a microcosm of the whole state. It's a microcosm of the bigger issue. And the biggest issue that I think that is really the problem is that the people are so numb to this type of situation that they think nothing can be done about it. And that is absolutely wrong. We have the most money, the biggest investors, all the best companies want to be here in South Florida. And the reason they want to be here is because this is the place to be. It's warm. We supposedly have great water. We have great fishing. The beaches are supposedly great. On any given day, you can hang out in Fort Lauderdale Beach and just have to lay down right next to the trash that gets washed in with the, with the tide. And there's days there's more trash on that beach than there is seaweed. And people are in their lawn chairs and in their, on their beach towels. The same people that call themselves greenies and that are over-concerned about the environment. And they lay down right next to it. Totally immune to the situation. The same people watch the news tonight. Totally immune to the situation. I don't even know if immune is the right way to say it. But they don't even, like, it doesn't even bother them anymore. It's not a big issue. If I told, <laughs> if I told somebody a million fish got killed in this town yesterday, and I tell them that tomorrow, are they going to be up in arms about it? Are they going to calling anybody about it? Are they going to be picketing in the streets? No. Not even close. They might mention it to somebody at work tomorrow. People, our priorities have to change. We have to, we have to raise the bar when it comes to saving our state, when it comes to saving the ecosystem, when it comes to saving the environment. All the smoke and mirrors, all the crap that goes on, who gets elected and who's going to do what for who. Nobody's going to do shit for nobody unless we, the people, show some serious outrage. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. I got serious doubts because I drove up and down a small river today that went through one of the most populated places in the state, that is supposed to be one of the most liberal places in the state, that's supposed to care about this kind of crap, literally crap. And you know what I saw? Just another day go by in Florida. Just another day that goes by where the ecosystem gets damaged. 
with no outrage. I'm losing hope, people. And it may be a losing battle, but I'm going to go down fighting. I'm going to go down screaming. I'm going to go down kicking. And if you get tired of listening to me complain, complain about it, then maybe you can just turn me out. Turn me off. It's just a click away. Or maybe you can start thinking about this shit. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. Put some sort of energy into holding people accountable that are supposed to be dealing with this shit. I don't even, I'm not even positive who's responsible. Like, who should be dealing with this? Who's supposed to be held accountable? If you know who's supposed to be held accountable for this type of sewage spill and this type of fish kill, email me, jeff at lunkerdog.com, because I'm not positive who is actually responsible for it. Because I'd like to know who's responsible. And I'd like to be able to hold them accountable. Is that so fucking hard? It's a little hard. It's a little hard. I say it's a little hard because I watched the school system for all these years get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Mostly in uh, inner cities and through Florida. But you see it. It gets worse. No one's ever held accountable. Hell, I don't even think you're allowed to fire a teacher or somebody that's been working in the school system. What I do know is the government runs a school system and it's doing a horrible job. That's why my kid goes to private school. She goes to a private school, right? And I got no problem with that. I work. I work that much harder because I'm not going to leave it up to the government to make sure my kid has an education. I'd be an absolute fool to do that. I would move to Nebraska before I would do that. A fool to think that the government is responsible for educating my kid. And we're fools to think that the government knows what to do with our shit. They don't know what to do with it. It's spilling into neighborhoods, killing the ecosystem. I just hope somebody is held accountable. Or maybe I'll learn who's supposed to be held accountable in this type of situation. That's my rant. That's my big solo podcast. That's what I got to say. Run that dog. Thanks for listening to the Lunker Dog Podcast. It's a podcast for real guys by real guys. I'm just letting it all out there today. Run that dog.